Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code Radio20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival. Uncle Sam owns a lot of land. Who's managing all of it? This week on Parts Per Billion, we talk about the new head of the Bureau of Land Management, someone who believes the Bureau shouldn't actually be managing any land. Welcome back to another episode of Parts Per Billion, the podcast from Bloomberg Environment. I'm your host, David Schultz, and I'm back from vacation, fired up and ready to go. Today, we're going to be talking about an interesting fellow named Bill Penley. He was just appointed as the acting chief of the Federal Bureau of Land Management, you know, the agency that manages one-eighth of the entire landmass of the United States. Unless you're really into federal lands issues or you're one of Penley's 800 or so Twitter followers, you've probably never heard of him. But Bloomberg Environment's Bobby McGill says his appointment speaks volumes about where the Trump administration wants to take federal lands policy. And Bobby joins us in the studio today. Hello, Bobby. Hello. Um, so before we get into Penley, let's talk about the BLM itself, because, you know, not everyone knows what that is, myself included. Uh, what exactly is the Bureau of Land Management and what does it do? So the Bureau of Land Management is the nation's largest uh, land manager. Um, they manage 246 million acres of federal land, mostly in the West. And to give you an idea as to how significant their land holdings are, if you take a road trip through any of the 11 Western states, um, there's a pretty good chance that, that if you're outside of a major city's limits, something you see on the horizon is under BLM management. I, I have taken several of those road trips. I can, that's something I've done uh, personally myself. I can, I can verify that. So the BLM uh, manages all the federal onshore minerals. That means oil, gas, and coal. That means that even if it's not on federal lands, uh, the BLM um, manages the, the oil. So the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, um, that's uh, not BLM land, but it is. Uh, but the oil beneath it is managed by the BLM. That's really important. So it's not just the land itself; it's what's under the land. That's correct. And that leads us right into uh, it's a great segue for Penley himself. Uh, let's talk about him. He's the acting head of the Bureau of Land Management. Um, he's quite a character. Uh, I looked at his Twitter feed recently. Uh, he has a uh, black poodle named Mitchum. Uh, who he posts a lot of photos of. Uh, he had a photo of himself recently on the 4th of July standing next to a big uh, SUV uh, with the American flag on it. He's, you know, he, he basically, it seems like he uses Twitter in a lot of the same ways that the president of the United States uses Twitter. He has um, been called flamboyant and Trumpian, for Trump, sure. Trumpian, that's a, a, a great term. Um, who, who is he? What, and where does he come from? What's his background? And, and how did he get to where he is now? So William Perry Penley is the former um, 
president of the Mountain States Legal Foundation. He's originally from Wyoming. He is sort of a protege of former Interior Secretary James G. Watt, who was sort of the figurehead of the Sagebrush Rebellion, which was a response to uh, basically the Carter administration's um, management of federal lands in the West. And we should, and we should also say his, for those of you who want to follow him on Twitter, his Twitter handle is Sagebrush, Sagebrush Rebel. Rebel. <laughs> so that he's he really identifies with that movement. Um, uh, Penley's a character because he is a protege of James Watt. James Watt is long has long been derided by the environmental movement for essentially wanting to dismantle a lot of the federal protections of federal land in the West um, and uh, encourage uh, certain kinds of development. So it sounds like he, he's someone who whose viewpoint is that the federal government should be owning as little land as it needs, maybe no land, uh, and it should all go back to states and and cities. That's kind of that was the main thrust of this movement, uh, you know, this this so-called sagebrush rebellion. Penley has has written very recently, actually, in 2017, um, in the National Journal, that uh, you know the BLM should the federal government should not be in the land management business. He advocated for the federal government to literally sell it all off. And uh, I mean, you know, to be fair. Um, the federal government owns a lot of land in the West. Uh, you know, the majority of land in um, Nevada and Utah is is under federal control. This is sort of a, a sort of a the inherent tension between those who think that um, there is a great national interest in a lot of this land for many different reasons, and those who believe that you know primarily the local local residents and local governments have the biggest stake in this land. Right. And I mean, this is this is the the context for all of this. We're, you know, BLM can sometimes be, you know, sort of not a, a agency that doesn't grab a lot of headlines until you think about their role in a lot of the stuff that's been happening recently. And the main thing I'm thinking of is the Bundy standoff in Oregon. You know, that was all about who controls public land. Uh, and then we should r- remind our listeners who may have already forgotten that. That was uh, a group of, of people, in, uh, a lot of them from the Bundy family, uh, who basically just commandeered a uh, federal plot of land and refused to leave and refused to uh, relinquish it. And it was a sort of a tense standoff for, for quite a while. That's that's how, uh, the way people feel in that part of the country. And, you know, we now have uh, the head of, of, of BLM, or at least the acting head, this doesn't seem like a, a pick that you make when you're trying to build consensus, you know. No. What is what is yeah? What does it say about the, the way this is? Come? This is not a consensus pick at all. This right. is Steve Bannon said that you know the the goal of the administration is to uh, dismantle the administrative state. Right. That's literally what they're trying to do. Mick Mulvaney just this last weekend said in in South Carolina that if you want to um, drain the swamp, so to speak, the best way to do that is to get federal workers to quit. And the best way to do that is to move federal agencies out of Washington. The, the Interior Department announced the day after uh, Penley started work at BLM uh, on July 16th that they will be moving the, the headquarters of the BLM to Grand Junction, Colorado. Um, one from, of the from, first, D.C. from D.C., one of the first federal agencies to, to move um, its headquarters out west. And so, you know, Penley's hiring, the, the move of the headquarters and... Um, you know, the, these statements from the Trump administration, um, and, and according to my sources, they're saying that this these are these are steps you would take to, you know, allow lo- more, greater local control over federal lands. So overall, I mean, to sort of put a bow on it, I guess, uh, it sounds like 
the Trump administration is, you know, we have these these really long simmering tensions in the West about the use of federal land. It date back all the way to like the 70s and probably even before that. Things are really coming to a head uh, in the last couple of years. You have the Bundy standoff and other people who are, you know, advocating for the federal government to get out of the, the, the land. Well, land. and just to just to add to this, I mean, what's there, there's an important piece of this puzzle here is that in 2012, the state of Utah actually passed a law right. that required that demanded the federal government hand over 31 million acres within its within its boundaries. It's been unsuccessful, but it's it's part of this movement that is is has been gaining ground. But overall, it sounds like you know the Trump administration is not trying to sort of tamp things down and cool off the rhetoric and and you know make you know let's kind of all take a step back and take a deep breath. Quite the opposite. Quite the opposite. That's 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 I find really interesting. Uh, that was Bloomberg Environment's Bobby McGill. You can find more of his reporting at our website, news.bloombergenvironment.com. That's news.bloombergenvironment.com. And if you want to chat with us on social media, use the hashtag PartsPerB. That hashtag, once again, is PartsPerB. Today's episode of Parts Per Billion was produced by myself, along with Marissa Horn and Jessica Coombs. Nicholas Anzalata is our audio engineer. The music for this episode is A Message by Jazar. It was used under a Creative Commons license. Thanks for listening. Hey, I'm Adam Allington. I'm the host of a new show from Bloomberg Environment called The Business of Bees. Here's what you need to know about it. We travel around the country talking to people at every corner of the honeybee ecosystem. This is the largest managed pollination event on Earth. In fact, commercial beekeeping is more important to farming than ever before. But bees are also under threat from pesticides and invasive pests and mysterious diseases. It's sort of like Christmas when you go to the hive in December and you open the lid. You just hope somebody's home. If you're interested in bees too, I think you might like the show. Look for us wherever you get your podcasts. Your industry is unique. It faces its own challenges and risks that set it apart. That means choosing just any insurance company just won't cut it. At The Hartford, we take pride in knowing the ins and outs of your industry and help provide solutions that suit how you do business, from liability and property insurance to workers' comp and more. At The Hartford, we don't just talk about specialization, we live it. Learn how The Hartford can help your business at thehartford.com. Collaborate for a greener future at the Bloomberg Green Festival, a groundbreaking celebration of the thinkers, doers, and innovators leading the way. From design and culture to technology, science, and entertainment. Hear from inspirational speakers and immerse yourself in climate solutions, July 10th through 13th in Seattle. Title sponsor, Amazon. Official airline, Alaska Airlines. Get 20% off using promo code RADIO20 at BloombergLive.com slash Green Festival.